Boom. It's Tuesday. It's our 10 a.m., not 10 a.m. video. We're going to be joined in a minute by our guest, but first, let's jump in. Today, what is philosophy? Stay tuned to find out. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Rob, host of Alt Universe and Alt Universe Everyday Heroes that you see up there. This series is the one that covers the serious topics that might be interesting and might be fun for some, but it's not always easy to talk about. Today, however, we're going to take you back to school and possibly give you one of our edutainment or educational videos. Feel free, if anything on here seems to follow what you might be studying or might be of interest, to use in any schoolwork you need. Keep in mind, we use resources from all over the internet, so make sure you double check and don't just turn in some work, you know, without it. Trust me, it's not fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that being said, um, today we are going to cover philosophy. What is it? So a lot of times we've been jumping into different aspects of things, but we haven't really broken down the basis. So we thought today, because we're actually going to be writing uh, you guys something in our blog today, which is kind of related, um, to just explain to you what philosophy is. So of course, you got to get the definition. I am on Britannica.com, one of the many, many, many dictionaries in the world online. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, <clears throat> and their definition uh, um, is, the rational, abstract, and methodical consideration of reality as a whole or fundamental dimensions of human existence and experience. Well, that makes sense, right? Um, philosophical inquiry is a central element in the intellectual history of many civilizations. So let's break it down easier. Basically, philosophy covers the who, what, where, why, and how, and figuring out what those things mean. If you are a uh, lover of, let's see, detective uh, stories, if you want to learn why something works, philosophy breaks it down. Now, the difference here between science is philosophy asks the bigger questions that don't always have answers to it. You know, the meaning of life questions, the why are we here questions, the where did we come from questions. Obviously, some of those have general answers, but philosophy looks at it in different um, circumstances. Now, if you watched the yesterday's video, we talked about Aristotle, and we're going to be talking about Socrates and Plato in a separate video. Uh, but Aristotle was one that basically said, in order to know, you got to do your work. You got to research, you got to experiment, you got to ask the questions. Otherwise, you're not going to understand. The problem we have with him was that he was so good as a speaker and so good at sharing his thoughts. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so good at sharing his thoughts that he was believed by almost everybody um, as far as what truth was. And the example we gave yesterday was he told people that if you drop a piece of metal and a piece of wood at the same time, both would, um, I'm sorry, the metal would fall faster than the wood. Well, decades later, multiple scientists figured out that that is not the case and that everything falls equally. Why does that matter? Well, it doesn't, except for the fact that if Aristotle had actually done his homework, he would have told people the actual truth. Um, so with that definition, we're...
we're going to look into what philosophy is. And I guess the ending question is going to be, what does it mean to you? So joining us back again, the wonderful, the amazing, is Victoria. Hello. Who's apparently snowed in, sort of. Now it's melting, right? No, no, no. It's melting. We're good. We're good. Um, all right. So before you popped on, I gave them the Britannica.com uh, definition of philosophy, which really made it more confusing than it should have been. So I broke it down a little bit lighter to basically answering life's questions like, what is the meaning of life? Um, the next article that I found comes from, again, a university. I got to say, a lot of these are coming from schools, which makes me wonder yes. why my school did not have all of this stuff. Or maybe they did. I just never looked. I don't know. <laughs> um, so from, from the Department of Philosophy at Florida University, they broke down what is philosophy. The first sentence right off the bat, uh, they, they um, translated it to the love of wisdom. So basically, yes. philosophy is the wanting to learn. So before we go into ours, let me break down what these guys uh, said, as are the parts. The first part is metaphysics. So questions for that would be, is there a God? What is truth? What is a person? Um, is the world strictly composed of matter? And do people have free will and minds? So those kind of questions are the ones that actually could blend into religion, that can blend into culture. Those are the questions that you ask that really don't have a defying answer, but you do have an answer depending on who you are. So for instance, for the first one off, I am, you know, being a, um, a Judaism, I do believe that there is a God of some sort. Can I tangibly feel it? Uh, feel it? No, but I myself think that's a thing. Other people I've talked to, that is definitely a heated question and we're not going to do that here, but that is just one of the many things. Um, the next uh, uh, part here is epistemology, which is the study of knowledge. And questions are, what is knowledge? Do we really know everything? Do we know anything? <laughs> and how do we know what we know? I know, right? That's kind of a, yes. We're going to keep this, really gonna keep this educational here and not make too many, you know, <laughs> Too many jokes, but yes. Um, next part up is ethics. And again, I know ethics is a class by itself, but some of the questions are what is good? What is right? Mm -hmm. uh, is morality objective or subjective? Next up, logic. And you brought this up yesterday. Uh, some of the questions are what constitutes good or bad reasoning? And how do you determine whether that is, that reasoning is good or bad? Um, lastly, they just kind of broke down, and we kind of went over this a little bit yesterday, some of the big players. So we talked about Aristotle, we talked about Plato and um, Socrates, but of course you have Descartes, uh, Nietzsche, I think is how you pronounce it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, you have Kant, you have Locke, you have Marx, you have a whole slew of people, which I'm sure oh, yeah. down the line we will be going over them individually. <laughs> and then you have the philosophy of different things, such as philosophy yes. of law, philosophy of religion, philosophy of the mind, political philosophy, philosophy of literature, philosophy of the arts. So they broke it down pretty well. Now, I'm guessing that this probably came off one of their course uh, manuals. And this was probably like the front page of this is what you'll be learning today in or th this semester in your class. So usually the question I give us is pretty simple. Like, you know, yesterday <laughs> was, do, do, does Aristotle still hold up? And that was a pretty obvious yes for us, our opinion. The, the, I'd say the meaning of doing this video here is kind of just giving a breakdown of what it is and maybe what it means. Yeah. Obviously, we don't really have the full knowledge of explaining a full-on course here, but 
what are, you know, using what we've read and using what you know, what are really the keys to maybe feeling philosophy, you know, maybe using it for, you know, Well, I think that definition of um, love of wisdom is the best way to define philosophy because otherwise you start to get into these complicated compound sentences that start to not make any sense. Right. If you think of philosophy as knowledge, it's not necessarily like the philosophy of ethics is not even necessarily defining what is right and wrong, but as to how did we come to those decisions? What knowledge led us to the decision that this is right and this is wrong? And that's why when they talk about the philosophy of all these other subjects, it's more or less the knowledge of what do we know, what do we think we know, and how do we take that information and use it? Because, you know, for example, history is a great subject, but it's often dry, it's dates, it's not delving into the who, what, where, why, and how. It's just kind of the basic that this person, this date, did this, ooh, exciting. And that's, and I find that's why so often many courses, whether you're talking high school or college or even just for fun, they're not always taught, in my opinion, to use a non-philosophical term correctly because they're, they're taught something very dry. Not a lot of information. But then if you look at the philosophy of history, you're looking more into the why. What what led us to this? And you'll find that it wasn't just this one act led to World War II. This one act led to the the Civil War in America. It it's so much more complicated that there's usually a whole string of things that happen, and this is like the last straw. But if all this other stuff happened, had not happened, this might not have been enough to start whatever it was that happened as a historical event. So understanding the wisdom, the philosophy behind the history, and that could be true in religion, in various people studies, artistic studies. Um, you know, if, if you ever try and look at art and try to understand it, you're actually using philosophy. You are using either your love of learning, your attempt to define knowledge, your um, how it moves you or doesn't move you. That's using philosophy in your everyday life. You just don't realize you're doing it. Because philosophy is a word that most people hear and they go, "Uh uh-huh, philosophy. It's this big word that doesn't mean anything Probably because they weren't taught that flat out just means learning, knowledge. And everyone who, since the ancient Greeks forward, who has been involved with expanding the concept of philosophy, it's their love of knowledge that pushed them there. Now, did some of them go off the left end? Yes. Um, Did some of them fall off a cliff? Maybe. <laughs> no, and you're right, because I don't remember actually um, taking any courses 
that directly was was specifically this. I remember doing because I, I did English as my major, so I remember having to read a lot of these people because they are yeah. At, at the end of the day, they are literature because they wrote books, mm-hmm. they wrote um, whatever. So I did have to read about them, but you know, not until more recently, whether it's doing the show or doing whatever, um, did I really kind of get more of a oh, that's kind of cool because usually you know when you see them portrayed, it's comedic or it's cartoon. Yes. And while it is kind of, you know, it used to be funny. Now it's just kind of like, okay, I've, I've done that. I've seen that, whatever. Well, who has it, not made a joke about, I think, therefore I am, well, you know, way yeah. overly used throughout the histories. You, you know, everyone loves to say that line. Nobody knows what it means. Neither did Descartes. But, you know. <laughs> well, I just think I'm thinking of, uh, what is it, the Bill and Ted movies where they keep bringing people yes. back. And they're basically. There's just, a very and- good example of philosophy in action. No, and well, no, it is, but it's also, you know, it's also plain, you know, you obviously know the yes. director knew very little about philosophy. He just thought it was a hilarious gag to put into his movie. But oh, and it has been so often. You're absolutely correct. But go but going back to it is, you know, and I, I could be one of the few. Like I don't know if you've ever took it or you know, other people, but for me when I when I was in school, I never never directly took it because it either wasn't on the agenda or I never knew it was there because it wasn't on my radar of what I had to study. Right. Um I personally think, you know, like you said, you do it for fun. I think it is more enjoyable doing it now because I get to read at my own pace. I get to pick and choose. I was telling, you know, yesterday the the book with the little uh, blurbs, you know, there's much easier ways to read it without having to read a 5,000 page text. Um, And really, I think what we're doing now too, with the, with the banter and the going back is also the same type of deal because when you're asking Mm -hmm. what is philosophy, you're really asking the question being asked over and over again there is no rhyme or reason. And I think maybe a better, you know, and I, I didn't even think of this till now, but a better way would have been, you know, what is the philosophy of dot, dot, dot. Um, but I think generally speaking, if you, you're right, the, the translation of the word, I think I, I can't pronounce it in Greek, but whatever the word is there, it translates directly to love of wisdom or love, mm-hmm. love of knowledge. It's almost like the Greeks and whoever else who did it, they were just doing because that's what they did for a living. You know, they like to read, they like to write, they like to, th- to think. Whether or not other people took it upon them to do, that's kind of their decision. You know, and again, and it's really funny because in some of the chapters I'm reading, that's why I think they put Socrates to death because the government, even though Socrates wasn't a, a, a purposely going against them, the fact he was asking questions and making commentary that they didn't know what was going on, their automatic response was, oh, just off them because that's what you right. got to do. So, well, you know, that's what philosophy's always been. It, it, in, it can be very uncomfortable because, for example, if you have a set mindset, um, a perfect example is um, my first degree was also in English literature and uh, had a few minors thrown in there. I studied, for example, the... Um, uh, the the Bible from uh, uh, both a Jewish and a Christian tradition, but right. I studied it as a historical document, as a philosophical document, as a religious document, and as a piece of literature. Okay. And it was very interesting because that's what philosophy is, is kind of looking at everything from different angles. Right. And sometimes it, um, if you have a belief system, philosophy and the more you go down to philosophy the more you're studying something 
it can either strengthen whatever's mm -hmm. I mean, in, in, on any topic, whether it's the law or history, art, books, any of those things. You have, okay, here's your thought. Here's your hypothesis. I think this. Right. You start studying it from a philosophical point of view. It might hold up what you already thought, or right. it might make you think. And that's where so many of these people have gotten themselves into difficult situations because right. they've made people think. And sometimes thinking leads to new thinking. And new thinking makes people uncomfortable and, you know, build on that. And it just, that's why philosophy so often has both been made fun of mm -hmm. and has been a concern of. It's one of the reasons that anytime you have a, you know, just to get a little political, anytime you have a fascist state, and we've seen this in many countries over many decades or many centuries, but, um, oh, sorry about that. Something's going off here. I have no idea what's going off on my system here. Don't you just love technology? Right in the middle of a good thought, too. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I apologize. <clears throat> so back to my thought. Um, they've gotten themselves into trouble because they, uh, okay, I'm sorry. I remembered where I was now. So sorry about that. Um, you know, it, it's good for humor. And then when you have a fascist state, they like to get rid of the intellectuals, the people who are into the philosophical research of X, Y, or Z, because when people think it is hard for a dictator to stay in power, it is hard for all these things to stay in control by that power that's in if people are thinking and thinking outside the box right. and thinking of new ways and thinking of new meanings or hold it that's not good you, you, you know right. and whether it's used for good or bad it that's actually one of the things about philosophy it can be used in a negative way in a positive way in a nonchalant way in a funny way um and I think that more people would serve by looking into some basic philosophy, like what you're doing now. It's like, oh, well, that's where that thought came from. Oh, I've heard right. that joke before. Or, oh, I always thought that this meant that. And it's really no, kind of cool to see the way that these different thinkers over the centuries took their thought process further and further. Right. No. And that's why, you know, that's why I like to continue um you know to learn so to speak uh, but like one reason why we're doing this today is because afterwards my, my blog for today is going to be about personal personal philosophies and that's all that's a, that it's actually funny because you know when i looked it up the minute sounds so scientific whatever it really mm -hmm. all it is is it's the things you live by it's the quote you live by and it could be a mantra it could be a quote um, i now in my, in my bathroom i have a picture of you know of us of me and my wife and there's a little quote at the bottom and it's something that i read daily as just kind of like a reminder of you know of the mm -hmm. good and everything going on and that is a philosophy to live by because it's it's something that and now my computer is going off come on now seriously people <laughs> all right uh, see all the technology is going woohoo woohoo they, they don't like us talking about thinking um <laughs> And the computer's thinking, no. And so I, you know, I, something even as funny as I have one printed out with, with the dogs on it and it says, mm -hmm. you know, enjoy every moment. 
and I put them I put them on there particularly because you know what do doggies love to do? They play, they run, they don't you know they don't care. They're just enjoying the moment. So that's what a personal philosophy is, and that's where I'm actually going to make one. And I'll you know it'll be up a little bit later, but. Um, that, that's the kind of philosophy I like even more because it's good to learn about it. But I think kind of going off what you said a little bit um, is, you know, pick the things that make sense. And it could be a quote. It could be a song lyric. It could be yeah. something, you know, your your parents told you. It could be something you read off a cereal box. I mean, it doesn't matter what it's from. It could just be something. Hey, sometimes there's things on there that are pretty, you know, prolific. No, but um but uh, no, I mean, it could be, it could be anything. And that's really the importance yeah. I think of. And so I, I think my, my answer to the question, what is philosophy, is really just thinking about what matters most. Not just yes. thinking, but thinking about what you need and want and what you can do. And then whatever, you, you know, if you want to, you know, change the world, so cliche to speak, if you want to, you know, save, you know, save the, the rhinos, whatever, you do with it what you want, but I think at the at the beginning, it's you pick the things that make the sense for you. And like for me, and you know, we've talked about it off screen and on screen. My, you know, my mental health journey is the biggest thing. So what am I going to think mm-hmm. about? I'm going to think about quotes that make me, you know, remember how important it is to you know keep doing what I'm doing. And yeah. you know, we talked, to, you know, something like when somebody does give you credit for it, to kind of accept that because I'm, you know, I'm not used to that yet still. So. That's the kind of thing that I think philosophy really is good for is to is to think about what helps you or maybe your loved ones, you know, again, and helps you function throughout the day. So that's kind of where I'm going to leave it. What's your final thought on that? Um, Actually, I I absolutely agree with that. You, You know, I've actually gone through because I deal with victim services, among other things that I do, that uh, I've gone through what's called mindfulness training. It's a okay. way to deal with vicarious trauma when you work with uh, victims of crimes. Right. And one of the things that they told us was, you know, to think of something. Now, um, everyone will laugh, but most people who know me, that if I'm trying to find a way to calm down and think of a great place, first thing I do is I picture myself and my husband in front of the castle at Disneyland. Why and I am think I not about surprised? all the wonderful, and to me, it represents family and love, and it's right. a calming place. I know most people would not think of Disneyland as calm, but I focus on that. That is that is my pinpoint. That is my center, and right. I focus on that and just remember what's important. Me, my husband, right. my son, the people I love, everything I love, and let all that negativity run down. You have to find something something that's a really good trigger point for you. Right. And I think that whether it's a mantra, it's, it can be words, it can be images, just uh, that's where the beauty of philosophy comes into right. play. You know, yeah, you've got deductive reasoning. Yeah, you've got ethics and you got all the other stuff. But there's just that internal wisdom and constantly seeking the truth for yourself. Right. And then you can enjoy seeking, you know, taking philosophy and taking it furthering and and looking at other subjects. But there's a philosophy yeah. of oneself right. that is just as important as any of the degrees we have. <laughs> there you go. You heard it first. Straight <laughs> from the source. Um no, that was a good one. I, you know, because every time I put the ideas down, I'm like, how long are we going to have to talk about? But we always managed to actually go deep. So, yeah, no, this was a good one. 
Um, we'll do more uh, philosophers soon. Um, hopefully, we'll I'll have you join me again tomorrow um, at my regular 10 a.m. slot, my 10 a.m. not 10 a.m. video on Tuesdays. Um, and then we are going to set up a really cool January event with this lady mm -hmm. right here too. That's going to be like a large video. So get your popcorn, get in your pajamas. You might be here for a while. Um, <laughs> You're like, what did I get into? Oh, no, anyway, what have so, I promised? As, as I said at the beginning, if any of this stuff is helpful for you, if you want to use it for some sort of research, obviously check your sources because internet is the internet. I'm reading what yes. I'm reading, you know. But if check you want more to, than go one for source it. for everything, it's a good research model for anything you're doing in your life. There you go. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So we hope you enjoyed. As always, if you haven't already, also check out Disney Birds Podcast and the Disney Librarian. You give such long names to your things. Like, I can't get I know. I'm sorry. I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> it, um, it matches my very long name. So. <laughs> there you go. That's why I just use your first name because. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> all right, guys. So, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay nerdy. We'll be back tomorrow with much more fun. And as always, may the force be with you all.